0: Good. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Well, I guess we're, I guess we're ready. Um, <clears throat> just to get our mind focused again, uh, let, let me ask the question, <clears throat> and then then we'll pick it up, run with it. What uh, What are some reasons do you think, or why Christians are not more, um, don't know more about the Bible than they do? Priorities. Priorities. Yes. Uh, would you want to amplify just a little bit?
1: Um.
0: Um. I. Guess. I. Yes. I. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Priority slash use of time. Yes. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: Slash use of time (coughs) is.
0: Maybe we're not as good at time Um, time management as as we should be. That's probably true. Fishing seasons all year. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fishing seasons all year. Uh, That's. That's Don Johnson speaking about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I it's there if, to be Fishes taken advantage of it. Carol
1: complacency
0: that, 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 that's a good one. You want to amplify just a little bit um,
1: I guess when I think of that I think of um, kind of for those who may have been a, for lack of a better term born into it.
0: <clears throat> okay
1: it's it's just following the path that's set before you rather than questioning the path okay and um not taking responsibility sometimes
0: responsibility certainly goes with that
2: don't know how to start
0: that came up sunday and, and, and this is going to be a good class maybe not for the next one or two or three on where to start but when we get into books you need to help you study and and methods to study I I think that's going to be good. In some cases, I don't know uh, where to start. Off guard. Off guard. I was a tight end. I didn't play off guard. (laughs) Go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, that was not the, even funny. This deck,
2: we're supposed yeah. to him, like the watchman. Okay. The watch room, were... more vigilant. Not
0: prepared. Not, not prepared. Um I, I think all those I think almost all, those, all of those are true. Now I'm gonna do this in a big letter. Do you think that's true? Yeah. 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 Lazy. <coughs> it's true. It's so true. I think too. Uh, back to complacency. I, I think, kind of related to that, particularly for maybe new Christians or young uh, young folks <coughs> in the faith, there it, perhaps is a tendency to think, well, you know, I'm saved. You now I've I've been baptized yes. and I'm saved. Yeah. So uh, you know, I'll get around <laughs> to that. You know, I mean, I'll, I have the mistaken, yeah, uh, the mistaken believe that I've I've got the time to do that. I'll do that next week or I'll do that down the road. But and and you may. Right. But you, may not. you may yeah. not, right. You may not have the time. You may not. That's a good point, Jerry. Jim. I think it's kind of the same thing that uh, we're experiencing in the medical type field is okay. that a lot of people just want to do what they need to know to get by. And they don't want to put the time and effort into what we call foundational learning. Mm-hmm. They have easy access on their phone or their computer to the Bible, so they take that as knowledge rather than, or facts that they can pull up quickly. And that's not the same thing as knowledge which turns into wisdom on how you use that. And I think it's a huge problem that we're having, uh, especially as, as as the younger generation kind of comes forward because yep. everything's yep. instant. And I think it's affecting that area in religion and Christianity as well. I think you're all over it. I think you are all over that. Uh, our age used to have the uh, maybe they still got it. It was called the Reader's Digest.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> you, young people going, wait, what? Uh, and you'd say, well, just give me the Reader's Digest version.
1: Cliff notes. Cliff notes. Cliff notes. Cliff yeah. notes. There
0: we go. Now there college kids In college, i never heard of those things, but anyway, we'll go with that. But. Um, Um, I think we're looking for the easy way out. Almost in any business, (coughs) you're looking for the easy way out. Well, let me tell you, there is no easy way to learn the Bible, to know the Bible. There's not an easy way. When it becomes easier is when it becomes fun when the more you study, the more you want to know. The more you learn, the more you want to know. And I'm gonna tell you in just a minute why why this is important. It's gonna be at the bottom of page one and we'll get to moving, but as elders, I've never seen this not be true. Maybe it is. When people, when we deal with people with problems, and we do that quite often, a couple of questions we usually ask. How are your study habits, Bible study habits right now? Almost without exception. Well, not too good. How's your prayer life right now? <clears throat> uh, not too good. There may be an exception. These two i have never seen them. Well, I don't know if I've ever seen them, but rarely. It almost always stems back to study, <coughs> studying God's Word, And the lack of prayer. And sometimes people look at us and go, how did you know that? Really? Uh, So when you're struggling, and we've all been there. If you haven't, you're going to, at some point more than likely. Look at how little you're studying and learning. And look how little you're praying. And it'll almost always fit your problem.
1: So be proactive.
0: Yeah. Study. Be proactive. Pray. Be proactive. Look for reasons to pray. Look for reasons to study. Um, questions or comments on that? Uh, we don't now. Need ma- reasons. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> we don't need reasons. They're all around us.
0: Yeah. We talk about some of that on Sunday, too much TV, too much. Uh, I'll get around to it one day, and oftentimes we don't. I
2: think it's important that you have somebody to study with, somebody that you trust and that you can call on when you're stuck. I think it's so important because... We don't know everything. And when we start studying and something comes up, if we have somebody else to help us see what that means, you know, maybe we don't understand it. But we have somebody that can help us.
0: There's a verse. Um, is it Proverbs or Psalms? Iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron. When you deal, When you work with other people, um, and, you, and you get down to the nitty-gritty, and you learn, and they learn, and you sharpen each other, you sharpen each other You make, uh, th- through through study with, with one another. So that, that's, a, that's a method, too. So we're going to get, it's going to be a few weeks, but we're going to get on how do we study the Bible. Now, <clears throat> the importance of Bible study. On the bottom of page one, hopefully you've looked at these things, I'm gonna, but I'm going to touch on some of them. Um, Romans 1 verse 16 I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for is the power of God and salvation the gospel of Christ is the power to salvation if we're not studying are we unplugging ourselves from the power source yes if we're not unplugged you, uh, are we arcing some you know what I mean by arcing? Are we arcing? We're not plugged in as tight as we should. It's true. Um, Romans says that we're going to be. Uh, this is the and the word power there is from the word where we get our word dynamite. <coughs> the power of God is the dynamite for Christians. The, the Word of God. The Word of God, and that's the Bible. You can't disconnect from it. You can't. Notice in uh, the, the in letter C, Second um, 2 Timothy 2.15, Don. Or, no, who that. Sorry, Jerry. Listen real closely. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. The word um, uh, diligent there, uh, or read that one more time, Jerry. Study to show thyself Study. approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Uh, The word study there means give diligence to, be diligent. We know what being being diligent means. And that's how we're approved by God, on on how we know this book. Now it's not a sin to be starting out. We all started out. It's a sin to be ten years from later and still starting out and not know much more than you knew 10 years ago. That's where, are we going to be approved by him? I don't think so, according to these, these verses. Um, 2 Timothy t- uh, 3 and verses 16 and 17, um, it talks about the, uh, for every good work, th- th- this this word is, is for every good work, and, um, Faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10, 17. How do we get faith? Through this. You say, well, I have weak faith. Well, at times we all have. Faith comes by hearing and reading and studying and learning this. That will grow your faith. Um, It... um, Remember in Ephesians chapter 3 we talked about the mystery of, 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 of Christ and the idea being that when Christ came, he uh, this what was a mystery before the people is not a mystery now, through Jesus, through, through, through Him. Now I want to look over at this. Um, and this is a question only you can answer, only I can answer. Do we view... Studying the Bible as something laborious or unrewarding or even dull—only you can answer that. I'm not looking for any hands or anything, but is it is it dull? Is it unrewarding? Is it, is it a big work? Is it a big job to study? I think it's easy to get to thinking like that again, yes. even when you've been where even where you've been where you didn't feel like that. Yes, it can. That's, that's that's an honest honest statement. <coughs> it can. Um, what is the Bible not designed for? Now, here's this is where the religious world can kind of go off the rail, <coughs> and, and I think it's worthwhile to turn over there. God's going to read it, but turn to Second Thessalonians two. 2 Thess, it's not in your notes, but I should have put it in the notes. But anyway, Second Thessalonians two. Um, 10 kind of in the middle. Um, Don, read 8 through 12. I thought that was what we wanted to do. 8, eight through, through 12. 12 seven. First, uh, Second Thessalonians 2. 2 Thessalonians 2, 8 through 12. Why don't right, we start with 7? <laughs> For the mystery I like that of idea.
2: lawlessness <laughs> is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth, destroy with the brightness of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteousness, deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth, that they might be saved. For this, reason God, for this reason God will send them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but
0: had pleasure in unrighteousness. Sometimes another just a real quick way is diagram things. I don't know if they diagram in school anymore, but we diagram sentences, and I think it makes you a better reader and a better uh Linguists and the whole thing—I don't know if they do that in school. You diagram? No, that's that's old. <laughs> um, but I like to tear sentences down or paragraph down and come up with a therefore uh, because some of this wording can—you go, wait, what? Um, that there are people who who do not have a love for the truth. Now, what's the truth? John 17. Sanctify, sanctify them through God's word is truth. Thy truth. Your word is truth. So I don't think any or any religious person would say, yeah, that is the truth. Okay. There are going to be people lost who don't have a love for the truth. To me, I think that's going to be the big separator. At the end. The big separator is you don't love the truth. This is the truth. Jesus said, You love me. You love, you, love, you love the Word. You love me. And you're going to be judged by this. So, uh, if we love the truth and we obey it and follow it the best that we can, He said, You'll be saved. If you don't have that love for the truth, God says, That's fine. I'll let you do that. I'll let you believe a lie and be lost. If you don't have a love for the truth, you'll receive a strong delusion. What's the word? What does delusion mean if you're deluded? Watered down. Watered down? That's diluted, but we'll go with that. (laughs) It's coming back. (laughs) Deluded, diluted. diluted. Can you be deluded and still think you're doing what's right? sure can. That's Wait, what this you says.
2: Matthew 7. Your name.
0: That if you don't love me and you don't love my word, that's why we're having this class, I'll let you believe a lie <coughs> and be lost. The big separator is how did we handle this? How did we handle this? Now there are some that say, um, that take this and try to prove what they already believe. Now I believe this, now I'm going to try my best to prove it. What's wrong with that logic? Logic?
2: It's usually not there. Well, it's in a lot backwards. of cases, it's human logic. It's not God's yeah.
0: wisdom that you're
2: seeking answers.
0: from. You've got it backwards. Uh, there are some who will say. Uh, that that are looking particularly in the younger generation looking for some new truth this is 2,000 years old it ain't there Now you may not understand it but there's nothing new there's nothing new some will look for loopholes God says you don't love the truth and, and you'll be lost because you don't love it, Nicole.
2: You know
1: that kind of reminds me of the uh, the deluded, the lie, and the lost. That people are um, like the Jim Jones cult. Yes. They believed the lie; they were fooled. Uh huh. And look at all those people that were lost.
0: That's true. Does it have to be just Jim Jones?
1: No, just any any type of cult person. But that's like what came to mind. Like,
0: no, no, that's a good point. They, they did, Don. But there's a- yeah. Yeah. Romans
2: chapter 1 goes into a, a great deal of that. But real quickly, verse 22, professing to be wise, they became fools. Eagerish and then so. down to 25, <coughs> uh, they exchanged the truth of God for the lie. Right. And that delusion, you're deluding yourself with something that is false and rejecting the truth. And it goes into here, verse 24, 26, and 28, says God gave them up. Mm-hmm. To
0: do whatever they wanted to, because they rejected him. Right. <laughs> Some people. Somebody turned. I'll come to you. Somebody turned to Second Peter three sixteen. I'm going to get to that in a minute. That's not in your notes either. Should have put it in there. Uh, but you know, you, you can add that to it. Second Peter three and verse sixteen. Yes, sir, Randy. So, um,
1: and when we think about those people who are booty, it doesn't have to be an extreme like people in cults and whatnot. right, also right. It. So it doesn't have to be that extreme look Correct. at um, you know, all the Calvinists and the denominations that come out of Carolina, yep. the Calvinism they don't believe in baptism and how, how many times is this clearly plainly stated in the Bible what it's for and that it's necessary Yet they will tell you that it's a of faith that they don't need it
0: that's right, no that, that's a really good point it, it can be that Jim Jones thing was horrible it can be that, but it doesn't have to be that extreme. Uh, there are people who say, I know, if you're, we've all heard this one, I know the Bible says that, I just read it, but when you hear the word but or I think, little, little flags ought to start going off. Well, when you say but, I think, my grandmother, my mother, I thought they'd felt that be, be, on the, be on the lookout right here. You don't love the truth like you should. Okay, here, here, here's, here's our, here's our. Well, we need to follow the truth wherever it goes, wherever it takes us. That's loving the truth. That don't mean you understand every single thing in here, but it means I love it enough to, to try to learn it. There's a huge difference there. Huge difference. Uh, Lisa. That actually leads to
1: what I was saying. I think that the one of the biggest problems today is that people like to pick and choose and if you truly love the truth it goes back to what we said at the very beginning that you need that pro be very proactive with your studying and your prayer because problems are going to come yes and if it's or if you've made it a habit yes. and you're already delving into it and trying to understand it not just okay i remember that is that first memorize that you know it's like try to understand why they're doing what they're doing, who they're speaking to, that, you know, um, then you'll be more prepared when problems come. You, you they're will. Coming.
0: They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. If you're not having any now, I've said it before, they're, they're on the way. Yeah. <laughs> they're on the way to your house. You're going to have problems. Christianity probably complicates. No, I think it complicates your life in some ways. Because it'd be, particularly in a society we live in with all of this, homosexuality, all of these things, uh, it would be a lot easier just to say, well, that, that, that's okay. <coughs> you just can't do that. And that. That's gonna complicate us. It's gonna complicate your life some. Who, who has Second uh, Peter 3.16 that can read that? Okay, uh, Sarah, read it real loud if you can.
1: As he does, wait, I'm sorry, yeah.
0: If you have to back up a verse or two, that's okay, too. 2 Peter
1: 3, verse 16. Okay, right? uh-huh. okay. As he does in all his letters when he speaks in them of these matters. They're, that's an incomplete sentence. Should yeah. it be 15 and 16? Do
0: 15, 16, maybe even 17. Okay.
1: And count the patience of our Lord as salvation, just as our beloved brother Paul also wrote to you according to the wisdom given to him. As he does in all his letters when he speaks in them of these matters. There are some things in them that are hard to understand, which the ignorant and unstable twist to their own destruction, as they do the other Scriptures. You, therefore, beloved, knowing this beforehand, (coughs) take care that you are not carried away with your lawless people and lose your own stability, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity.
0: Amen. Uh, Thank you. Twist the Scriptures. What does that, by him saying that, what does that say can happen with, with, with the scriptures, with the Bible?
1: It can be misused.
0: It can be misused. It can be twisted. We all know what twisted means. Well, they're twisting the truth a little bit. Well, you're twisting it, you're not telling the truth. So, it's the, the New Testament very clear. You love the truth, follow it, to be saved. If you don't love the truth, God will let you believe that lie and be lost. And that there are some who twist the Scriptures to make it say what they want it to say.
2: And
0: he calls them ignorant and unstable. Unstable. Ignorant. They don't know. Or they know when they're twisting them anyway. Lisa.
1: Well, I think that we often try to put God and Jesus' message in a nice little box that we can understand, that keeps us in our nice little comfortable lives and doesn't push us. And um, if we look at who we're following and we see what the world did to him, we shouldn't be surprised as to how they treat
0: us. Is the servant above the master? What did they do to him? They hated him and they killed him. We're not above him we're going to have to take some stands that are not going to be comfortable, and um, and there are going to be people that are not going to like you as a result of it. Some family members, remember we talked about that? Jesus said in John 10, I came and, and if you believe this truth, sometimes your family might turn against you. Temporary, so what do you do? Daughter, if you love the truth, do you stick with it? Yes. If you take an easy way out, then there you go. That's the difference. Um... Now, I just want to cover a few of these things. Hopefully, you've read. Any other, I'm sorry, any other questions <coughs> or comments? I, I found this really interesting. The New Testament was completed less than 70 years after Jesus went back to heaven. Less than 70 years. Um, it was completed less than five years after the last apostle died. Why do you think that would be... I'll give you a few uh, hints here, but why would that be a big deal? he was a
2: witness.
0: There were people still alive who knew John. Eyewitnesses. (coughs) Eyewitnesses. No doubt, they may have been old, but there were people (coughs) still alive that saw Jesus. So this wasn't some crafted thing in a corner somewhere. Um... There is not one document, at least I've not been able to find it, contemporary to the New Testament. Now, what do I mean by that? Contemporary, same time period, that disputes, that disputes the apostles, that disputes Jesus, that Mm -hmm. disputes the New Testament. Not one. That's a big deal. Within what time period? Within a hundred years, within 70 years after Jesus? The Gnostic Gospels were 150, so you're okay. Yeah, okay, thank you. Fast check. (laughs) That's okay, Don. (laughs) But now think about that for a second. Has anybody ever seen George Washington? Was he our first president? How do you know that? Is there a picture of him? A photograph? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a drawing, a, a painting. I didn't see him paint that. I don't know if he painted that or not. I, mean, I do, but there's no evidence of that. We have documents that are attested to that George Washington was our first president, but I didn't see him there are documents that are 2,000 years old that attest to Jesus and to the Bible and to the Apostles and the Lord wrapped this thing up in, in, in less than a hundred years you see the wisdom of that there are no new revelations Galatians chapter one says uh, even if an angel tells you there, is, there isn't um, Now, I just found this kind of interesting, too. The earliest copies of Aristotle are from 1100 A.D. Aristotle wrote 250 years or so, maybe 300, before Jesus. There are no surviving copies of Aristotle's original works until 1,440 years after he lived. There are surviving copies of the New (coughs) Testament that were just a few years after the last apostle died, surviving today. That, that's a faith builder. wasn't done in a corner. It wasn't done in a vacuum. So, oh, I'm well, sorry, sir. go ahead. Continue. No, don't let me finish just one thing. Sure. If people who, usually the agnostics and people like that, who <laughs> quote Plato and Aristotle and Caesar and Homer and Homer's Iliad and all of that kind of thing, these things, the, the most recent um, uh, copy of the Homer's Iliad was 500 years after Homer died. The New Testament just a few years after the last apostle died. <laughs> now go ahead, sir. I was going to see if, we
1: uh, might be touching on this a little bit, but um, there was a, uh, well basically just to sum it up, it just goes to show you that God has the power to preserve His Word. How do we know that this is really God's Word? How do we know that this really says and means what it says? God has the power to preserve His Word. And His Word will not return void.
0: He, he does and He has. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Until 1906, and I don't want to get too far ahead. i got a lot of that good stuff coming up in a few weeks. There, there There's a... There's a um, a culture called the Hittites and the unbelievers and the agnostics for millennia said that the Bible's wrong here, we called them because there's no record ever of the Hittites, ever. Not one document, not one word, not one anything. Well, in 1906, they found a treasure trove of the Hittite uh, Empire. empire. Including the kings' names, and in New York at the uh, at the uh, library, uh, what's it called, uh, uh, a museum of, of art and science, whatever it is, I, I was this close. There's a glass in between me, like this, and there was a Hittite <coughs> document there that was 3,000 years old that they had found before 1906. The the naysayers said it didn't exist, so therefore the Bible is not correct. Artifacts always confirm the Bible, not the other way around, when they find them. The Bible said that, well, this this says the same thing. You want facts? We got facts.
2: Anybody that tries to twist it, there's always another scripture you can show them that defrauds that. And they say, not right. I mean, you can always find a scripture if you (coughs) know your scriptures, and that's why it's important.
0: For us to know our truth because we want to be able to stop the people who try people, to twist it. People who do not love the truth try to find caveats and loopholes and all of that. Don't be lost. Skeptics. The Bible claims that that's what's gonna happen right here. They don't love the truth. Now we're not gullible people Members of the church are very, just generally, very educated people. We're not dumb. And we can compare degrees with almost anybody. So it's not that. Well, you know, they're just uneducated people. No, I don't think so. I don't think that's true at all. But that's the. Just love the truth. But that's the pravda that they're saying to everybody you're foolish if you believe in God. Right. You're foolish in this. It it is foolishness to the ones being lost. That's what what the New Testament says.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking just this this love of the truth. And I think, I totally agree with everything, but it does make you kind of um, Um, maybe want to be aware because I think sometimes even in the church, quite a few that I think study to become like Jeopardy wizards or like trivia masters and it, you don't study to know trivia about right, the Bible right And as as fun as that is and some of us are nerdy like that and we like that kind of stuff that's actually not the purpose of our study. The purpose is to to learn more about God and his character and which which leads us to obedience and a love for more. So I just think there's a little bit of a danger mm-hmm. there too. Um, yes motive has to be right right
0: Somebody turn real quick. you to probably down to two minutes. 2 Corinthians 11.3. It's not in your note. Second Timothy 2 Timothy 2.25-26. Just real quick. 2 Corinthians 11.3. Start when you get there, loudly, please. But I am
1: afraid that as the serpent deceived Eve by his cunning, your thoughts
0: will be led astray from a sincere and pure devotion to Christ. Some versions... Say the simplicity that's in Christ. <clears throat> the Lord could have written this on a Ph.D. level. He could have. He didn't. Not many of us are Ph.D. He wrote it so the simple can understand. And I'm thankful for that. Read Second Timothy 2 Timothy 2.25-26 real, real quick. Somebody.
2: In humility correcting those who are in opposition, God perhaps will grant them repentance, so that they may know the truth, and that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will.
0: What does the truth do? Convicts. Yeah, in in that right there, that context. Know the truth that they may come to their senses. It's simple by God's design. The truth will help you come to your senses. And that's just what what it means. And you almost have to have help, do you not? For example, um, Acts 2 and verse 38 says, He who believes and is baptized shall be saved. What does that mean in in one and two-syllable words? That's all it's written in. He who believes and is baptized Shall be saved. What's involved again?
2: Believe, and an action. Believe, obedience.
0: Believe and believe and be baptized for the remission of your sins. I didn't write that. For nerdy folks, that is an and logic statement. Take it I don't know about don't know about that, but uh, yeah. it's it's a conjunction that gives equal weight to the, each word on both sides. that phrase. <laughs> and for extra nerdy folks, the word "baptize"
1: actually means any Greek to be submersed.
2: In it does. Cover.
0: It does not mean. It's, it's a transliteration. It's a, we actually transliterate like the word into "baptizo" being "baptize" or be be immersed. Now, where it comes to be a problem is. When I when I said that well but I wouldn't talk that way. <laughs> I thought that mm-hmm. well my my grandmother was a love truth. You got too many eyes in
2: that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he who believes that is baptized shall be saved. That's just what it means. And then, and there are twenty other baptism things that are so simple that it takes help to misunderstand. Ephesians two eight. We are saved by grace through faith. How do we get faith? Back to that again. We, faith comes by hearing the Word of God. we are saved by grace. No, and there's no doubt we're saved by grace. There's <coughs> not one thing we could have done as people to earn our salvation. But it's when they add faith
2: only to that statement. Yeah. It's not there. The, the only time the words
0: faith and only are used together, and there's a word not in front of it. <laughs> We're saved by not by faith only. The book of James. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, threw a lot of stuff at the board. Some of it will stick. Some of it won't. But study to show yourself approved. Stay after this. Now, we're going to start on Sunday with a unique nature of the Bible. That's a, that's a, that's a fun one, too. And then we're going go to go into translations. Uh, that That's going to be really good. Okay, thank you all.